have you ever been shoving fries into your face at a stoplight and look over to the car next to you and realize, wow, you're doing the exact same thing? Well, then you're in luck, because this week we're talking about relatable content. Stick around for this episode of Socrates with me, your friend Danielle. Danielle is not a licensed anything, even though she thinks she is. Hey! Please take her advice at your own risk, physically and legally. And we be talking about adult stuff, so listener discretion is advised. What is up, you guys? I hope you had an amazing week and are ready for some more Socrates. Now, over the last few episodes, we've been getting some pretty intense secrets. And don't get me wrong, I love a good murder or a good, you know, sexual question. But I feel like you guys maybe think that these smaller secrets or secrets that aren't as heavy maybe aren't what I'm looking for and you could not be further from the truth. So I thought today we would dial it back a little bit and just have some fun with some secrets that didn't quite fit into other categories until I really looked at them and realized I literally do every one of these things. So this week's episode is called relatable content and it is exactly what it sounds like content that is super relatable so let's jump right in the first secret oh so good on a hot summer night or any night really i would like to stand by the refrigerator and eat frozen vegetables okay i don't know what's more relatable the actual like it's hot so i want something cold Or more so the fact that you're just eating food straight out of the refrigerator. Both of which I have done many times. I don't know if you're like me, but if it gets hot, like especially if I'm trying to like go to sleep or relax, if it's hot, I am the grumpiest person on earth. I swear, I think my body runs at like probably 40 degrees hotter than everybody else or at least that's how I feel because even when I'm around people who are like oh my god I'm so chilly and like I've been sweating for eight minutes like I'm sitting in swamp ass right now even if it's not hot outside truthfully I probably blame my parents a little bit my mom was that person who would run the air conditioner in the winter Like, all the windows are open. It's already frigid. Air conditioner's on. I watched my dad go through so many sweatshirts. Like, he would wear multiple sweatshirts and blankets because you you didn't, you weren't going to tell my mom no. Mom would be ready to fight. So, I think now I'm just, like, accustomed to being cold all the time. So, if I'm hot, I'm miserable. And an easy way to do that is obviously stand by the refrigerator and eat frozen vegetables. I also, you know, feel like you did a great thing by, you know, you're eating your vegetables. Nobody can get mad about that. Sure, you're probably standing by an open refrigerator eating them straight out of the bag. But you know what? That's what it's there for. You got to do what you got to do. I've done this so many times even when I'm not hot I will just go in the middle of the night and scamper into the kitchen and just like eat shredded cheese right out of the bag this is a lot of me 
just calling myself out this week. So I think you're doing great. Whoever submitted this secret, you're doing amazing. Continue to eat your frozen vegetables. Maybe throw in a good frozen fruit every now and then. Then you're practically having a smoothie. You're just chomping on it more. Which, honestly, I feel like I've heard if you chew on it that it's better for you. Like, smoothies apparently aren't great because you're drinking it. And, it, you know, we're not going to get into any kind of weird nutrition thing. But, yeah, chomp away. Proud of you. The next one, though, I will preface this by saying that this has not happened to me personally, but it has happened to people I've been around. Once I say the secret, you're going to know why I was like, I didn't do this. This is relatable content, but I, I didn't I didn't do it, okay? The secret is this. My husband once pooped his pants. You know, when nature comes calling, sometimes... There's not much you can do about it. Recently, I was catching up on years of Bob's Burgers, and there's an episode where Linda poops in public, and they call, oh, I think they call her like a public defecator. And she's like, no, I didn't. I didn't mean to. The bathroom was locked. Like all this stuff. Um, and I kind of imagine that that would be the scenario in which I would do this. But I also feel like, this was sent, this didn't send, this didn't, doesn't say like, oh, he accidentally pooped his pants or like, oh no, this, this accident happened. I want to believe that this man decided, you know what? I am going to shit right now. Like right now. Nothing is going to stop me. No one's getting in my way. It's happening right now. That's what I'm going to choose to believe. And that kind of like confidence and slight psychosis is very much the relatable content here. Even if I've never pooped my pants, I've thought like, what would just ruin this person's day? If I just pooped and then they had to deal with it. That's what babies do. Babies are like, you know what? It's time. I will not wait. I will not do anything about this. I am going to lay here and poop right now. Wow. Babies and very confident psychotic men really have it really have it figured out, I guess. Never thought I would say that in the same sentence or at all, really. So, thank you for this poop update. This pup date. Poop date. I like poop date. We're going to move forward with that. Poop date. The next one. Oh, no. The next one actually is so relatable that I wonder if this is the person I'm thinking. Okay. The, the secret is this. I got stuck in the car on family vacation. Literally stuck. Now, the reason I wondered if I knew this person is because my sweet, beautiful sister, when we were like... I want to say like 10. Well, I guess I was 10 and she was a little bit younger. We went on like a road trip with my parents and they had this minivan. But my mom's has like really long. Both my parents are pretty tall. Um, my mom has like super long legs. So she, we, when she was driving, the seat was pushed back further. And Kelsey and I were sitting um, like on the middle bench or whatever of a minivan. And we got, we went to a gas station and then Kelsey had like 
laid out on the seat and to take a nap, I guess, while we went inside. So we go inside, we get some snacks, we come back out to the van, and Kelsey is wedged between the driver's seat and the long seat of the van. And she's like wedged in there, man. And she's like, oh God, I'm stuck. This is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this, Kelsey, and I'm just like calling you out right now. She's like, oh, I'm stuck. It's so embarrassing. I can't get out. She's like crying because she's eight. And if anything happens to you when you're eight, you're like, well, I guess this is the end of the world. I should just die now. So She's freaking out. My parents are laughing so hard that nobody is helping her. Like, we are that rolling on the floor. We're rolling on the ground at this gas station crying. It is the funniest thing that I've ever seen. Mostly because it's just like her body is wedged, but she's like flailing her legs and her arms. And like, she's not hurt. She's just, you know, stuck in the van right now. So I imagine that this, I got stuck in the car on family vacation has to be very similar because it's not like, like if you got locked in the car, like let's say I was in the car, it got locked. I couldn't get out. I would say I got locked in the car on family vacation. I got stuck in the car makes me feel like this situation where you're wedged between some seats or some crazy stuff that's got you stuck in there forever. It's, oh, wow. I haven't thought about that story in so long. And (laughs) honestly, oh, that's so good. Have you ever had someone get stuck like in something? Like stuck in the car or like stuck somewhere in your house. Like just get like actually just like stuck to something. How many times have I said stuck? Oh, that's going to be this week's. How many times did I say this? How many times did I say the word stuck in this episode of Socrates? Let me know. All right. The next one is, you know what? I aspire to be this, like just this level of a person. The next secret is, when I was five, a girl hit me with a toy shovel, so I hit her with a real one. It does not get more baller than that. That has to be one of my favorite secrets I've ever seen. So they they did have a follow-up secret to this that said, don't worry, she didn't die. And I hadn't even thought about that until she said it. I was like, oh my God. You're five. This kid is probably also five. And you hit them in the head with a a real shovel. I didn't even think about like, oh yeah, that could kill someone. Until you were like, don't worry, they didn't die. Oh my god. I was like, is this about to be the second murder on my Socrates podcast? Like, what is happening? Not that I hate it, but whoa. It makes me think of that viral video, if you've ever seen it of that, you know, there's these two girls are fighting and one girl's like, get out of my yard, like, leave me alone, like, whatever. They're still screaming, whatever. And then they're, like, young. They're, like, in their teens or whatever. Finally, the one girl that was like, get out of my yard, she runs and gets a shovel and throws it at the other girl, hits her right in the head. It is hilarious. I mean, you know, I guess maybe kind of sad, but mostly hilarious. If you Google, like, viral video girl hits girl with shovel I'm sure it will come up and it will be oh amazing when I post this I will post a little link to it I think in our Instagram if you're not following us on Instagram do that you can find funny little things like girl gets hit with shovel 
My gosh, I didn't think that actually happened in real life, but I appreciate you hitting. I've definitely gotten mad enough to hit somebody with a shovel. And the baller move of like, you hit me with something fake, so I'm going to hit you with something real is just next level. I'm so obsessed with this. I feel like I aspire to be somebody who would clap back like this. Maybe I would. I don't know. And definitely not at five. I don't think at five that I would have thought, like, if you hit me with something plastic, I'm going to murder you. (laughs) But you know what? I appreciate that you went there. I definitely think it's relatable to, to have somebody kind of, like, step to you and... I I always think like in the showers when I'm like, oh man, I should have said this or I should have done that. So I think the relatable content in this is that maybe we all haven't done what this person did, but we've definitely thought about it or wanted to. Everybody thinks of the perfect comeback or the perfect thing that you could have done later, like after it's happened. This person actually did it and I think they're a hero. So, oh, I love it. All right, guys, we have two more sahrets coming up. And the next one is super relatable. This one says, I've never had a New Year's kiss. I saw that and at first I was like, oh, okay. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know what? I've never had a New Year's kiss. I bet a lot of people haven't had a New Year's kiss. And when you first hear that, you go straight to the, like, rom-com silliness of, like, oh, you've never had a a New Year's kiss because you don't have someone to kiss. Or, like, oh, you were, you know, the loser at the prom or whatever, you know, silly nonsense. To be honest, there's only a few times in my life that I remember being awake when the ball dropped at midnight? Most of it, I was literally a child and we were playing board games or whatever. And then when I got older, I was either drunk and asleep, tired and asleep, or at work. There's been very few times where I've been in a situation to have a New Year's kiss, I feel like. And I... I feel like so many other people have been in that situation too. It's so silly because I feel like there are certain things that, like when I was a little kid, I remember watching movies and seeing like New Year's Kiss or Kissing Under the Mistletoe and thinking like, oh, when I'm an adult, that just happens all the time. There's always somebody waiting under the mistletoe to kiss you. It's like, no, what? Have you had a New Year's kiss? If you're listening to this and you're like, Danielle, you're actually just a giant loser and I have had a New Year's kiss, please let me know. I love hearing that I'm a giant loser. I will add that to my, you know, growing trauma. (laughs) Whoever sent in this secret, you are not alone. At least there's me and probably more people. The last secret I'm going to leave you with, you guys, is one that's going to lead into future episodes. The last secret is I low-key listen to this and wish that I had a secret. So you know what? I might just make one up. Guess what? That can be your secret that you're making it up. Because joke's on you, I don't know who you are. So I don't know if the secret is real or not. And I'm still going to talk about it if it's a good secret. I don't care if it's about you, your mom, your best friend, somebody you hate, something you saw on TV, something you're writing in your pilot, whatever it is. Send me a secret because 
The secret can be that it's not real. I won't know. And I love talking about it. So let that be the catalyst to send your secrets to me so that we can have more fun episodes like this. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the heavy stuff. But I like the light stuff, too. I'm like a one-stop shop for secrets and drama. So send some more stuff so we can hang out again. I'll see you guys next week on the next episode of Socrates. Signing off. Bye! Bye!